0: The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics.
1: Allow me to introduce myself.
0: And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, It's Taco Tuesday, Dom, back from the Iowa caucuses
2: 2024. Good to see you, Crudy, in studio in Madison. Nate, working on the board. Thank you, Nate. And, of course, our fair audience, we do this all for you. Thank you for joining us. You know, the audience, it it can sense. You can sense when we're in the same
0: studio. These are the greatest shows. (laughs) They can feel the sexual tension (laughs) in the air.
2: I don't know. I feel a little chubby these days, Crudy. So, uh, I I don't know what you're into, but thank you. (laughs) I'll just say this.
0: My takeaways... From Dubuque, yeah. a beautiful city. Ah, oh,
2: awesome. Great city by the great time. river. Yeah,
0: and uh, very well treated. I felt very well
2: treated, except by you. <laughs> but <laughs> Why by would the i the start now. Great hospitality, certainly. Everybody we met, very nice. And they just also sub- assumed we were supportive, did they not? Well, supportive of, you know, self-governance. Yeah, of
0: course. Who supportive isn't? Supportive of the caucus
2: process in Iowa. Well, I mean, it seems... And
0: the political tourism, and we were expending a few dollars. <laughs> yeah, man. I tipped well. <laughs> well done. It's about time. The I taught too well. <laughs> uh, ben, thank you, Ben. Yes. Thank you to all the fine staff there. Uh, Tanya. Tanya, yep. I actually sent her the podcast, as promised. Oh, nice. To her AOL account. <laughs> We had a good little giggle about that. She has that in common with the former vice president, Mike Pence. Don't do that. It could get hacked. Uh, So, thank you, Dubuque, Iowa. We'll be back by, you know, let's say January of 2028.
2: (laughs) Maybe if we ever have elections again in this country. If. 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 The Don. He was dominant
0: last night, Tom. It was the dominant showing for Donald Trump. He was the bell of the ball. Uh He was. He missed winning every. One of the 99 counties doing the full Grassley by one vote in Johnson County, Iowa. Nikki Haley won one county by one vote. And the people there are calling for a recount. <laughs> Come on. What? It affects the outcome. Not one iota, <laughs> but they're calling for a recount. But my takeaway. Yeah. And we did after we left the airwaves. A, went to the bar. B, tried the meatloaf. Thumbs up on the meatloaf. Yeah, I was well very, done. Very pleased. If that
2: it. was a small portion, I'd hate to get see a <laughs> full size portion because that was, that, big. was that, yeah. that was man size. <laughs> yeah. And that was the oh, I'm, and they even said that first. They
0: said, "Oh, there's no meatloaf," and I said, "No, I I assure you."
2: Tanya puts them aside
0: for me. There, there's some meatloaf here somewhere. Yes. Go find it, and they did. And then they were apologetic. It wasn't the. The full-size meatloaf they normally serve, you know, the full slab.
2: I mean, what, what what kind of... I mean, it was huge as it was.
0: Apparently, just half a slab for little <laughs> yeah. old me. Uh, but I enjoyed the meatloaf greatly. And even the, the, the Trumpster guy down the bar bought him a beer. You know, it wasn't half bad company. Not half Not bad. Not half bad. <laughs> half you know good. how it goes. You know. And then we went off to Dubuque Senior High School. And we went in. We parked right at the curbside. Didn't even find a... Uh, a real parking spot because no, no. we were media. Yeah, we're media, and we're late,
2: and we're are not going to be here
0: long. And it's cold out. We want to be the first ones out of the lot, <laughs> as we often are. But I mean, I travel I'll take with a you.
2: ticket. It's your car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we went in, and the lady, as we walked in, didn't even put down her phone. She just pointed. Yep. Like, she knew. go that way. Yeah, go that way. And we must have just looked like either locals or the most esteemed media she had ever seen. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure that's what we look like. And we went into this large, I think it was the cafeteria area, and it was full. A nice school. Tried to do a head count approximately 500. Yeah, ish. In, yeah. The, in the gymnasium, that mm-hmm. uh, cafeteria, whatever, they use that in normal days. But they had seating, and people were seated. And they were seated in like six or eight eights all around the room. And we heard the Trump speech. We didn't hear a lot of the speeches. But we heard the Trump speech and the, you know, Make America great again. The guy's giving the full-throated Trump. A full Monty, man. Full. He's full MAGA. He's going full MAGA for the room. And there's people in the room. Eating it up. Eating it up. It, it was a MAGA-friendly room. It was a Trump-friendly room. And the outcomes last night would seem to bear that out. Yeah. Uh, but this guy gave his speech. And then I was shocked, Tom, as my phone started pinging. And they're... We're in the we're in the caucus location. We're in the cafeteria, senior high school, Dubuque, Iowa. And the race has been called for Donald Trump. And they're still speaking. Still speaking. held No one in Dubuque at the senior high school had yet broken down to precincts to vote. Right. And my initial thought:
2: rigged election. Oh
0: come on, rigged! rigged. <laughs>
2: no. They're rigging it. I tell you. <laughs> That who, is voter suppression at its finest. By whom? Who is doing the rigging and who is doing the suppressing? Please edify me. I yes. suspect it was the people in the white and
0: gold hats, the caucus <laughs> captains, the Trumpsters, and the guy. We we took a picture of the hat. If you didn't see a few of the pictures of our exploits in Dubuque, Iowa, please like the Devil's Advocates page. At least give us a follow, and you'll see the pictures, and you'll see the lovely, it's like a... It's like a Commodore hat you can buy, you know, like the with the gold beading on it and stuff. Captain? Captain. Yes, yeah, very Captain. Very, very nice. The Captain Caucus Captain. And the man even stopped and let me take a picture. Yeah. You know, I was dying to steal that hat and just run, run to beat hell. Because I mean, you know, he's probably 75, 76. But I knew you'd be the hindrance because you can't hold your
2: water. Uh come back for me. I gotta use the bathroom. So after I'd like to stay hydrated, Crudy. It's, it's a key to longevity. Is 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 that what you call drinking tequila at the bar? I <laughs> drinking <laughs> this was pre-bar.
0: No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't? Oh god, it was post-bar. We 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 had the post show victuals. Ah, that's right. Okay. And a couple of beverages. And then we went to the Iowa caucus. Walked in, in like vehicle.
2: we owned it, man. Uh I gotta tell you though, uh, as we were there and you know, observing the thing, and I, and I really did appreciate. And I mean it sincerely, checking out people engaging in self-governance. Now, I may not have appreciated or liked their candidate or the things that they were saying. I actually wanted to go and grab the mic and refute them, but I thought that may not have been the place to do it. But they were, they were listening. I thought maybe they'd hear what I have to say. But to see you know, Americans engaged in self-governance, it is a wonderful thing and I hope that we continue to engage in self-governance in the ways that we have traditionally done so. Uh, if the person they want to be president is elected, that might be a challenge going forward, but it was sincerely nice to see people, especially in this weather, especially in negative 40 or 50-degree wind chills, getting out, doing their thing, wanting to be participating in self-governance, and I commend every single person there for that. And I dropped my cool hat, and we walked out, and I'm like, oh, man, left my hat. So I walked back in, and someone picked it up and put it on a ledge for me, and I left it there for Bag me. Megan nice. Megan nice, man. This is an awesome, slick 414 Milwaukee hat. I mean, who wouldn't want that? And they left it for me, so that was nice. Thank you. Dubuque, Iowa. They probably didn't understand the whole 414. Seemed a little
0: too much like math. <laughs> uh we were well-treated. All the people we met in Iowa were very, very nice. And not everyone in Iowa is Trump-supportive. And in fact, even in this giant gymnasium, 500 people there, probably, and I'm looking for the specific breakout by that location. I haven't found it yet.
2: But probably about 250 in the room were Trump-supportive. That was their one homework assignment, Curtis, is to get the breakdown of where we were and how they voted. Come on, man. What'd you do all day? Uh, Not that. (laughs) Sadly, not that. But yes, we apply the the statistics from the state to debate. That's why we have commercial breaks, so (laughs) I can do the actual
0: (laughs) research portion of the show.
2: You know, sort of post after the fact.
0: Well, we'll get you what we can. But, you know, assuming Trump took 51% of the vote in Iowa at the caucuses, and he did win 98 of 99 counties, almost the full grassley, but the total vote, and the vote total was down in Iowa overall. This was not a big numerical number of people caucus. Hundreds,
2: some thousand, low hundred thousands, hundred five, yes. something like that. And maybe
0: it was the freezing your ass off. Could portion. be the weather. Could have could, kept some people. Could vote. be the candidates. Could be the candidates. Uh, Donald Trump received fifty six thousand two hundred sixty votes. An ass whooping monumental proportions, or a rigged election, depending on your point of view.
2: uh, That's not a lot of people, though. That's not, is
0: it? No. It's less than the
2: population of Dubuque, Iowa. 59,000. I mean, how many people fit in Camp Randall Stadium? (laughs) 80-plus. You know what I'm saying? Like a significant portion less than... You could have thrown in
0: all the Donald Trump supportive and the Ron DeSantis supportive, apparently second. Crudy missed the mark a little bit. But I would still point out, last night ended Ron DeSantis' political career he's done stick a fork in him he cried last night you can say your ticket got punched out of Iowa (laughs) punched a what a job at Newsmax where are you going you're not going you're not going to New Hampshire you don't play in New Hampshire Nikki Haley is from
2: South Carolina oh he's going to New Hampshire flights to New Hampshire from Iowa pretty pricey today I heard I I didn't see the actual cost (laughs) Pricier than flights from
0: Green Bay to San Francisco for the Saturday night?
2: Uh, up you know, one two thousand, yeah, they were high. <laughs> Take advantage while you can. Now, apparently, normal uh, what demand for flights from Iowa to New Hampshire, not that much, but this week they're high. Yeah, all the media have to go <laughs> follow that circus. I think the circus is over. But do we as you know when we look at this, and I was I Trump guess it's won, kind man. Of yes, Trump it's o- Over. So what? Come on. It's over. A hundred thousand people engaged. A hundred thousand people. That was it. Trump got you know fifty-one percent of that. that, that that's that, that's not a reflection of this country. That's not a reflection of of the mass of people in this country, or even of all the Republicans. I don't know if we're maybe this is too much. We're giving too much weight to the 51,000, 52,000 mega Iowans. 56,260
0: votes or caucus-ers, that's an ass whooping. It's over. <laughs> no. It's all over but the crying. It's just beginning. No. For Ron DeSantis, it is effectively over. Haley but you might. You said he, you might said he already cried, so
2: it is all over I suspect with he the cried crying. last night.
0: He cries each and every night, I suspect. <laughs> if I was Ron DeSantis, I would cry myself to sleep every night. Come back, Devil's Advocates. We're bringing sexy back. I
1: don't know if you know the devil's advocates, but the show is kind of a big deal.
2: Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. You can always be a part. Join us on the lines. Let us know your thoughts. What do you think about what went down in Iowa yesterday? Join us at 844-967-2789. Your buddy, Vivek, Vivek what, Ramaswamy. He's out. He's out. Out
0: with a full-throated endorsement of Donald Trump. <laughs> Wasn't he an kiss the whole time? I mean, yes. He's that a surprise.
2: Well, and it, look what it got him. Got him no votes and he, st- he still got ripped on by the former president. So that's, I mean, if that's what you do with your friends, man, I hope you're not enemies. Loyalty. I saw a tweet from, uh, I think Mark Hamlin, the guy that played Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. I think it was my own. I saw something on social media. Will you remember where you were the day Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out of the presidential race in 2024? No. I mean, I know it was in Iowa, but will I remember this going forward? No. Who, I mean, come on. That was this. You was... couldn't tell me what you had for lunch. Your
0: <laughs> yeah. memory is not a good barometer of the weight of the occurrence. That's why I must accompany you Thank nearly you. everywhere.
2: I appreciate that, Michael. I, I, I value your friendship and your memory. I borrow a little bit out here. I got some migraine matter up in there, man. Remember that one time we did that thing and had a really good time? You remember that, right? And then we got arrested. (laughs) Yes, I do. I do.
0: 844-967-2789. You know, according to J.B. Pritzker playing the contrarian, if you're unaware, he is the democratically elected governor, and he is a Democrat. Uh, Illinois is a rich man, I understand. Do not he a baseball? Is he the Cubs owner or something? No, that's Ricketts. Oh, Ricketts. They're actually uh, Trumpster-ish. Oh,
2: really? Okay. Yes,
0: yes. But J.B. Pritzker, uh, Pritzer, Pritzker, my bad. I don't even have it written down. Pritzker, gotta... yes. Z,
2: yes. Z-K-E-R. Why'd I ever doubt
0: myself? You've got me doubting my memory sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Can't give it all to me, man. He called it weakness. Mm. He perceived Trump showing to be weakness. And I actually found this at the Voxy News Digital. Voxy News reporting this. Iowa results show weakness of Donald Trump, according to the Democratic governor from Illinois. Hmm. Uh, J.B. Pritzker is claiming that Donald Trump's performance at the Iowa caucus is showing the weakness of Donald Trump. Pritzker a Biden campaign surrogate made the remark on MSNBC Monday night as votes were still being counted. As we talked about Trump, 51%. DeSantis, 21%. Nikki Haley, 19%. Dom's boy, Ramaswamy, 7.66%. He's out. Out. Ramaswamy's out. Uh, This is what Pritzker said. This is the most famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the mega Republican Party that Democrats are running against, and half the people in the party didn't vote for Donald Trump. So I think that is telling. It tells you the weakness of Donald Trump and also the opportunity for Democrats Because in the end, look, if the base doesn't turn out for Donald Trump in the general election enthusiastically and Democrats turn out its base, this is all about, you know, independents and independents don't like Donald Trump, he added. So I think we're in a pretty good place tonight to see what's happening on the Republican side. Weakness, Dom. I think this actually was a strong showing from Donald Trump. I mean, the guy's 91 times indicted and he still carried not just a plurality of Iowa voters, he got all the delegates. Winner take all, Dom, more than 50%. You can't even say more Iowans were against him than were for him, because he did take over 50%. Uh, <laughs> I,
2: uh, I saw a breakdown, or read a breakdown, about when the support for Donald Trump started increasing. It was right after the... Galvin Bragg indictment. indictment. Right. And so, obviously, there's... a. a a lot of the support for Donald Trump come from the, you know, you know, those that think that the government is the big state and it's overreaching and it's corrupt and da da da. And you know, I would say a couple of things about that philosophy. Number one, we're a government created of of, of individuals, we're self governance. So that is a reflection of of us, of you, of you, of the person holding those views. That is a reflection of you. We get the government we deserve. Let's let's. That's my position there. Uh, but if you if you take the mentality that this is a political prosecution, that, oh, they're trying to get Trump, he didn't do anything wrong, uh, and I'm going to vote for him, I'm going to support him even more now uh, because of that. I think if you have that mentality, you have that mindset, if and when a conviction comes down, some folks are going to walk away from that. It's one thing to say, well, it seems like, the government, quote unquote, whatever this big government is, again, you know, most of these are grand juries, right? I mean, <laughs>
0: uh, uh, 20% of Republicans have said, and he's in court again today, Trump, he won the caucus, he's off to a defamation case. against the e. e. Jean e. Carroll case,
2: and 20... where he was civilly found liable for rape. A sexual $1. assault and, and, had to defamation pay and defamation for lying about
0: it yes. after the fact, and, and continuing
2: to lie about it, now he's got to go to his checkbook. Perhaps again, they're called. They're doing a, a selecting a jury today. They are, and he's in court. But here's the point
0: I would like to make: twenty percent of his voters say his prior rape allegations and now civil, I guess you would call it a conviction. That's not what it's really called. Make him more appealing to them. As a candidate. Rapey McRaperson, the the rape makes him more appealing to 20%, according to polling,
2: uh, out today. I find that very difficult to understand. Well,
0: how do you explain his victory in the Iowa caucuses yesterday? How do you explain his overall support from the MAGA base? I mean, I don't get it either. I, I, I
2: think it's – my the only way that I can wrap my head around it is they think, they literally think that – Donald Trump is being wrongly persecuted, not justly prosecuted. That's the only way True. I... True. That's, that's absolutely what they believe. And then so when... Because that's exactly what he's telling them. <laughs> he also told them it was rigged. Well, I, and that's the problem. If you believe everything this man tells you and people don't believe everything anybody tells you. Except us. Of course. No, come on, man. You know, you, you, gotta, you gotta. You can have, question it, but you, you have believe to it. Question it. You have to have a BS meter. Some things, if they're too good to be true, they probably are not true. You know, these these things in life, you know, get some miles on, travel a bit, read some books, understand uh, uh, how people are. And a guy like Donald Trump is literally a con man. He's really, really good at it. He's made money at it. He's fooled you. But if by a, if he gets convicted by a jury of his peers in one or multiple jurisdictions that support's going to wane severely it may not be cut in half but it is going to severely hamper him in the general you know when Donald Trump will probably wrap
0: up the primary And we've talked about Super Tuesday, March 5th. That is a big date because 22 of the states, including larger states, I believe, including Texas, Florida, some of the, you know, the target-richest electoral environments will have voted by Super Tuesday. But technically, you can't wrap things up till March 12th. That's the earliest time at which Donald Trump could win the nomination of his party. And I can tell you, Dom, there's not going to be a conviction between now and then. And I think that... Poses a greater problem because, of course, once he is the nominee, understanding his narrative is this is a persecution, not a just prosecution, a persecution of the most political sort. How do I know it? Hell, I just won the nomination for my party. Of course, they're coming after me now. Yeah, but of
2: course, it belies the facts because you know a lot of this went down. The investigation into the fraud in New York started when he, before he even announced he was going to run for president. Facts? Uh, I'm just saying, man. You, you think a Trumpster is going to let facts get in the way?
0: <sighs> we'll keep trying. Come back with us. Devil's Advocates. Join us. 844 967 2789.
2: The Devil's Advocates. Political commentary from the back of the class.
0: Welcome back to the Devils Advocates Radio Show, the Tuesday edition. <laughs> Dom's never going to give you up. <laughs> Why are you rolling me, man? Never going to let you down. Uh, we've got a couple of texters. One says, there's great meatloaf at Murphy's on Northport <laughs> <in> Madison. <laughs> All right. At least on Mondays for lunch. So that's a great tip, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, he also says, "Rama smarmy. Well, he's out of the race, so nicknames a little late in the coming on the back. Uh, and here's one from Lynn texting in on the WMDX line. Actually, to me, Trump did poorly last night. Despite all the talking and the caucusing, half the Republicans Iowa, in Iowa refused to support him after the mini rounds. If you listen to the Main Street media, you'd think he got 70% or more of the Republican support. Well, that's an excellent point, Lynn. It was not that strong. It was 51%, but that is the strongest performance at a caucus by any non-incumbent Republican president uh, since, like, 1976. It's been a while. What's it mean?
2: It just means that (laughs) Trump still...
0: Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Not true. It means that Trump still owns the soul of the party, and there is no real alternative. It's not going to be in Iowa.
2: It's not going to be Haley. In Iowa. What if okay, let me ask you this. If Haley comes out in New Hampshire and beats Trump.
0: Uh, I heard it, I heard it speculated on Whitey Whitey Talk Radio. If Haley started doing well, Trump would cut her off at the knees and offer a vice presidency. Maybe. You know, he's the great deal maker, Dom. To... <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Well, I don't think he's going to let her get any sort of momentum. He's already started going after her. And she has Sort of that college-educated, independent, lukewarm support—that's not going to get done. Not in a national primary, not in a winner-take-all format that the Republicans have set up. And Trump's been doing this longer.
2: Uh, no, I. I Trump's get, got his I, ground I understand game set up. all these things, and, that, and that's fine. But here, here is again—we're we're talking like this is a regular election cycle, and it uh, obviously it is not. No, it's like Groundhog Day, man. It's like no. I mean, Trump was in court, court today, tweeting out more defamation of E. Jean Carroll. While he's in the courtroom, when they're trying to decide how much money, more money, to give to Eugene Carroll because of his defamation.
0: Well, he's just spending off donor uh, money okay. anyways, uh, man. Who cares? It's so, other people's so, money. So
2: as, as we move forward, now, I- if it were to be the case, as, as you mentioned, some, uh, and Donald Trump felt threatened by Nikki Haley, maybe he throws her a bone on the vice presidential no, uh, campaign and nomination for it with him. Ah, Does Nikki take it? Again, a lot of headwinds with Trump. There will be if there's not a conviction prior to, uh, uh, you know, the election, the primary effectively being over. There very well be could be a conviction, a felony conviction, prior to the general, the convention in Milwaukee, well, and if, mm. if there could be, and if that's the case, why would Nikki want to? By that time, accept an offer from Trump that, who's going to could potentially be convicted going into the primary. It will be a contested primary. And then Nikki, if she sticks around, where they're going to go, they're going to go to Nikki. I'm not sure that's how it works. First and foremost, in the
0: Republican Party, it is so clear you cannot tarnish your brand. There is no tarnishing your brand. Not by anymore. Hooking, by hooking your wagon to Trump, that's not tarnishing your brand. That's the only way to win, apparently, at least a primary. But Nikki Haley is not a enough candidate to beat Donald Trump. She won't beat Trump in South Carolina. She'll get beat by at least 10 to 20 in South Carolina in her home state. So you think Trump. She was the governor. So you don't
2: think there'll be a contested convention? You think conviction or no conviction, the Republicans are going just to accept the fact that they have a convicted rapist, fraud, whatever, insurrectionist. As their party lead, that they're just going to say, "Well, that's just what it is," and we're going to accept that and get our asses handed to us by old Joe. I just don't Those know. I don't are, know that that'll be the case. I'm not sure that they don't think that convicted
0: or not that. Trump couldn't beat we, uh, old listen. Joe. If
2: you want to talk about the statistics and the what the polls say, the polls certainly say that if Donald Trump is convicted, changes the mind of a big chunk of those Republicans. I'm kind supporters. of banking on that math, Tom, if you don't well, know. Okay, so if that's the case, then where are they going to go? There's still it needs to be somebody in the game come July. Well, when that all happens, Tom, then we'll think real hard about it. But let me
0: give you the opinion of Joe Scarborough on the MSNBC. Oh great. Uh here's what Scarborough said overnight. <laughs> MSNBC's Joe Scarborough, and we'll get to the callers. <laughs> Be patient. 844, your opinions matter nearly as much as <laughs> Joe Scarborough. <laughs> no, not really. 844 967 277. Not a huge fan of but please go ahead. Let me tell you what the morning show is. Yeah, to please say. do. Uh, Joe Scarborough trashed Donald Trump supporters for backing a presidential candidate that any sane person would reject. Well, that's the distinction, Joe. The former president trounced his rivals in the Iowa caucus in spite of a tsunami of legal problems, including indictments, lawsuits, and looming penalties for fraud and defaming his sexual abuse victim, and, the Morning Joe host said, his persistent political success is a system of the twisted personality cult that is gathered around the former reality TV star. He loves the grand spectacle, Scarborough said, while we in polite society and, well, actually in Sane, rational society, see a man going into court to stare down a woman that a judge says he was guilty of raping. When we see a man going into court to rant and rave at a judge after he's been found guilty of committing fraud in his business, likely going to have his business licenses stripped from him. When we see a man fighting in the courts where he has been accused and will likely be convicted of stealing nuclear secrets to rational, sane human beings, to people who actually respect the rule of law... And don't think it's a cool thing to have a president, who a judge said raped a woman. There's a little bit more here, Dom. That woman is going back today. All he had to do was simply not talk about her, but he chose to defame her again. After he was found liable of defamation, he's in court today because of his mouth. That's what Mika said. You know, that show's wife, the co-host, of the show. You're kind of my Mika. you're my show wife. <laughs> I I beat you to that punchline. A little bit more here. However, exit polls in Iowa show Republican voters didn't care about the criminal allegations against the ex-president. And in fact, many of them said the charges only made them like him more. Here's more quoting from the Morning Joe. These Republicans say they don't care he's in court. In fact, the fact he's in court today facing a woman that a judge says he raped. Donald Trump is there because... That's the best political fuel he can get. That's how twisted things are in the personality cult. And he is going into these courtrooms because of the grand spectacle, because it helps him because 65% of Republicans in Iowa say, if he's convicted, they still want him to be the president. There's 20%. And this is where I got this figure from Dom. There's 20% in another poll, the Des Moines Register NBC poll, 20% that said the fact that he's indicted, or that he's found guilty, that a judge says he raped a woman, that makes them more likely to vote for him.
2: That's where we're at, Tom. Huh? That's a, a a sad reflection on the state. Of Americans in this country. 844. I feel the same way, Mika. 967 2789. <laughs> Let's get to our very patient callers and listeners. We appreciate all of you. Ray from Virginia, you're up. Welcome, Ray. What do you got for us?
1: Hey, Ray. Hey, uh, howdy, howdy. I do appreciate it. And uh, 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 thank you so much for letting me to participate in the Devil Cools, uh, Devil's Advocate I Adopt yeah, man. Welcome. Uh, I, I would like to know the. Uh, uh, my my question is uh you keep uh, speaking of indictments and uh, convictions and things of that nature uh there has been no indictment and certainly no uh conviction for all this insurrection uh things and nothing else uh, uh of that nature uh when uh, when you have uh, the current president on on TV uh sniffing little girls hair and uh, talking about uh Bribing and getting rid of uh U- Ukrainian prosecutors because they're after his son and things. Uh it's a little if if the if the tables were turned, you know, um uh uh, uh Trump would uh would be in jail. Uh not one of the people in the I'm Washington in not- Gulag has been charged with it, with insurrection.
0: Ray, uh, let, let until- me stop you because you're you're giving us a lot to unpack. Couple of thoughts. There is a charge Against Donald Trump, the J6, the uh, the the special counselor, Jack Smith, is certainly charging the, the acts of insurrection, whether or not that is a specific charge or not. Now, as to Joe Biden, you know, did Joe Biden sniff some little kid's hair and do all kinds of stuff that I personally don't find makes him a more attractive candidate? Certainly. But I have not yet seen him credibly accused and convicted even in a civil process of raping a woman or sexually abusing any women. That to me is a, a much more heinous crime uh, above and beyond that. In fact, I'm not sure that Joe's ever been accused of a crime except by the likes of Fox News and, and Converse Committee over on the House side. And we've seen continuously this accusation that Joe Biden only fired the prosecutor in, in Ukraine to effectively what, somehow get his son off the hook because they were going to investigate Burisma? But the world, uh, I believe the United Nations, the, the world supported the removal of this corrupted prosecutor. And Joe Biden basically did say proudly that, you know, I told him, you're not going to get your money unless you get rid of the prosecutor. But I've yet to see any evidence. And and Ray, I'm not a Joe Biden guy. I mean, if Joe Biden was a criminal in that Evidence was credibly put forward? Hell, give me a different presidential candidate. I don't support anyone to the point of conviction. You're listening to me with the wrong show, but Ray wanted to give you one more chance to respond.
1: That's why I, I do appreciate the, this show so much, and I, I am blessed that I found it, because you are able to uh, to assess uh, both sides of the coin, so to speak, the devil's advocate and so much. But uh, I, I still... Um, I, I, I have trouble when um, uh, with uh, say uh, well uh, I guess uh, with one thing with Tara Reid her her uh, her records disappeared in the national. All right, Library. hang on. Ray, I just want to ask and you a question and
2: appreciate uh, you, you calling and, and listening. I really do mean it, man. Uh, Donald Trump's actions on January 6th. Do you believe that he was responsible for calling the crowd? Uh, to the Capitol for riling them up and then setting them loose on the Capitol and then not doing anything for three hours while his supporters beat the hell out of the Capitol police. Do you think that is? Did I, did I, as I relay those facts as I see them to you, Ray, do you concur or disagree with what I just said about Donald Trump's actions that day? Did he do it or did he not?
1: He did not. I I would like to request Ray Epps, and I would also request that he he requested the mayor uh, several times from Nancy Pelosi. No, that's not true,
2: Ray. That's not the case. That's not true.
1: I I must disagree.
2: Right, right. But you can disagree, but the facts will will show you that, in fact— the, his head of the of the, the Pentagon, they put out an order telling the police how they were supposed to react with kid gloves to the Trump supporters. They knew they were coming there, Ray. They came there because of Joe Biden. So I, it, it's fine. If you believe, Ray, that this is some sort of entrapment by the FBI, is, is that what you're telling me, Ray? I just want to be clear.
1: Uh, no, sir, I'm not saying entrapment. I am saying that uh, Donald Trump did request the National Guard to be there to prevent these actions beforehand, three days, and Nancy Pelosi and I'm I'm sorry the the mayor of DC, her name escapes me, and plus the head of the uh, security uh there at the White House, they all three declined uh his request for the National Guard to be present uh for this event.
0: Ray, I'm gonna cut you off. I appreciate you listening and we do have other callers, so it's not you personally. Um I think if you actually check the transcripts of the January sixth committee. And you could say it wasn't bipartisan, but Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney are not Democrats. They might be rhinos, but they're not Democrats. And the findings of that committee would would contradict. And I think there are false information, and there's there's information that's been put out there, Ray, sometimes uh, maliciously to try and influence people's opinions of what happened on January 6. But people died. It was a violent insurrection. And it was incited by Donald Trump. It was incited. He incited it. He wanted that action. He told him, get rid of the the, the the metal detectors. They're not here to hurt me. Of course, he turned that mob on the U.S. Capitol. In the process, the peaceful transfer of power. Now, Tara Reid, uh, who made an accusation against Joe Biden many years ago uh, that he apparently... Grope to her, did something, and I brought that to the attention of our audience, Ray, once upon a time. But there has been nothing about that story that has vindicated her, made me think that she has any credibility beyond the initial accusation. She quickly wilted under further scrutiny. Uh, Please stick around, Ray. You might learn something. Devil's Advocates, you're always welcome here. 844-96-PARTY. The Devil's Advocates, radio for nasty women everywhere.
2: Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Your calls welcome, and we are jamming them up, so be patient. Nate will slightly screen your calls shortly at 844-967-2789. And, Ray,
0: just wanted to make sure I could cite a source, the Associated Press. I mean, if you look... That's about as nonpartisan as you can find, about straight down the middle. Uh, Here's what the AP said. Trump did not sign an order to deploy 20,000 troops on January 6th. Claim: the former president, Donald Trump, signed an order to deploy 20,000 National Guard troops before his supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol, but was stopped by the House Sergeant-at-Arms at the behest of Speaker Nancy Pelosi. According to the Associated Press assessment, that is false. While Trump was involved in discussions days prior to January 6th about the National Guard response, he issued no such order before or during the riot, and Speaker Pelosi does not control the National Guard troops. But thanks for playing. 844-967-2789. Kurt from Madison, you're next in the queue, buddy. What do you got for us? Hey, Kurt. Howdy, guys.
1: See hey, you Todd Todd Alba's show today. Uh, another fine quality show. Um, they said that a uh, survey showed that 82% of those that attended the caucus were far-right megas.
0: I can tell but you about tennis- 99.9% were white as a ghost.
1: <laughs> it was, it was an hom-
0: homogeneously, I mean, there was age differentiation, but it was an all-white audience, as near as I could tell, in Dubuque last night, according to Crudy's observation.
1: So you know, given what Dom was leaning towards, I, I would have to agree with Dom. It's the, the sampling is is just grossly flawed. It has really very little bearing on what is yet to come. Yep, yeah, the Republicans are show, already out
0: there in the media declaring victory for Trump. Rally around our of president. Course.
1: Of course, you have. To, they have to do that's protocol, right? Regardless of he's winning or losing. So yeah.
0: I was actually surprised. Some of the voters we talked to gave these candidates permission, Kurt, and appreciate you listening, but gave them permission until about Super Tuesday, March 5th. Even Jeff at the diner yesterday (laughs) said, you know, they can mess around. They can do whatever they want to do. And then after Super Tuesday, it's time for those that have no
2: path to drop out, right? Yes. Well, he gave them permission, but. He also did not dedicate and commit. That he would support Trump after that. First it was Haley, he was very then it was DeSantis, and then we'll have to wait and see. I don't want to talk about it. Yes. I think there's a lot of that going on.
0: Well, I think many of those were the, you know, 19% that showed up in support of Nikki Haley last night. And I think when you go to a state like New Hampshire, which is small and much more suburban, I would say, overall, is, is not going to have the same demographics as, let's say, Iowa. I think Nikki Haley's going to do very well. I don't think Ron DeSantis has any support in New Hampshire. None. And then he's gonna go down south where nobody likes him. I mean,
2: Florida,
0: they don't man. like they don't like DeSantis <laughs> in Florida. He's not gonna make it till Super Tuesday. He's effectively dead. As a political creature, Ron DeSantis is soon to be term limited as the governor of the state of Florida and his political future is as bleak as Scott Walker's.
2: Well, there might be an opening at the Young America's Foundation for... Young you know. Adolf's hiring? No, Young America's Foundation. Oh, I oh, keep getting that I know, on. I know. 844-967-2789. Mike from Racine. Welcome, Mike. What are your thoughts today? Hey, Mike. Welcome.
1: Hi, I got a, one question here. Just suppose Trump gets into president, do they still have to, or can they send him to court to do all the stuff?
0: I don't think so. president. I don't think so, Michael. I think if Trump was elected and inaugurated, I think it would be effectively a get-out-of-jail-free card. And it's not just my opinion because my legal advice is not worth, you know, anything. <laughs> uh, Neil Cattell, I, I saw on MSNBC, said effectively, even the state cases, if he's the president, of the United States under the supremacy clause, even if he was convicted under state charges, they would probably have to wait until after he served as the president to hold him accountable, even to throw his ass in jail on state charges. The federal charges can go away. If he is inaugurated as the president, guess what? He gets to set who's in charge of the department of justice, the very organization prosecuting him. So he can do a Saturday night massacre, fire all the prosecutors, certainly
2: get rid of the corrupted Jack Smith. But you can't the conviction if he's convicted the convic- and I and and thanks for the call Mike and unfortunately we are going to have a constitutional crisis should that come down cuz there is no way in hell in practical reality that that should ever be the case. Where you have a guy who's convicted of any one of but those But what if you can't
0: get him convicted before he's elected? I mean, from a timing perspective, he's playing a, he, he's doing the Dean Smith four-corner defense, man. He is... Not going to allow the clock not to run out if he has any say
2: in it. The well, U.S. Supreme it, it, Court it might give him a hand. He doesn't have a lot of say in it. He can file his delays. He can play the game. He's done it with great impact. He effect. has so far. And we'll, we're not going to know until we get there, right? We're not going to – this will not – as this evolves and unravels, we're just going to have to deal with the situations as they are. But if he is convicted – if it's one thing if he's still on trial. you got 10
0: months to convict him.
2: Yes. I think, And that, I would say if the done.
0: election happens and he's on trial – it's over. It's over. Trump's off. scot free.
2: I don't I don't see how that could possibly be You got to convict
0: this man. I'm just telling before you even, even if it's
2: not conviction, how can there be an ongoing criminal court case for a guy who's involved in an insurrection? He gets he gets nominated by the very by, by his cult. He gets in there and he's going he's going to what? What makes you think you he's, think he's ever going You think they're going to
0: bring him to trial within 60 days of the You of ever the think he's ever going to leave
2: again? What 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 how is that even possible? How how could that possibly be the case? Here's the
0: presumption of innocence until proven guilty and convicted in a court of law. Even the federal courts. You have to let
2: those those courts, those trials must continue. You cannot possibly have that. They will not start if the
0: timing will fall in the middle of the November election.
2: The Office of Legal Counsel's recommendation says that a sitting president cannot be... Cannot be criminally charged. If he's already criminally charged in the middle of a trial, that goes away. And at the end of the day, truly, that OLC decision needs to be reviewed. Because this this guy, this insurrectionist, this, guy? This, this former president... You mean the guy that kicked ass continue, in Iowa last night? Who the got future a, president, who had, might say. Who got 52, 56,000 votes? Great. Good for him. If he's in the middle of a criminal trial... He does not have the right to assume the presidency if he gets off then fine but if he's in the middle of it what he's just going to drop the hammer fire everybody and oh no harm no foul good luck come on that's not how this is supposed to work how's it supposed to work mike it's not supposed to work like that
0: dude but if he is not convicted by the by the end of september he will not go to trial end of september end of september he will not go to trial. Go to trial. Well he what? They will not send him to trial between here and election. If, he, day. if he's convicted. if he's not convicted by the end of September, he's
2: off. More devils. We'll be right back.